As you've seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That's another reason why State Farm agent Guyana Andrews has chosen to sponsor your Bolivar Football post-game recap podcast. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are now joined by the coach of the Bolivar Liberators, as we are every week, Coach Glenn Johnson, coming off a, a big win yesterday, a 41-0 over Hillcrest. Coach, how you doing this morning? Doing well. We are getting ready for the Kickapoo Chiefs and um, kind of put homecoming to bed. <laughs> homecoming week's always crazy, uh, so it's nice to get a win on homecoming and uh, get ready for a big game this week. So you were able to hit everything then. You got the homecoming in, the senior night. You were able to get it all, even with how crazy 2020's been, huh? Yeah, and and that's such a relief, you know, just to be able to get that stuff in and, you know, feel like your seniors get to experience all that. It still, you know, it looks like we're going to be able to continue playing uh, at this point. Still have people canceling games, but for the most part, it seems like everyone's going. So that's definitely – Movement in the right direction. Yeah, and you guys, uh, last night was obviously a good win for you. I mean, 41 nothing. Um, is this offense, is it scoring more points than it usually does, or is this what you guys usually do every year? Because I'm looking at the points you've put up in the past couple of weeks or this whole season. You've had a lot of uh, high-scoring games just on your side. Yeah, we, we typically uh, have a pretty high-powered offense. We've we've been really blessed throughout the years to have some really good quarterbacks uh, and receivers that could throw and catch really well, and then added a really good run game to it. And um, I think it's really made us extremely flexible to be able to adjust to the teams that we play. Um, we had a really good night throwing the ball last night, which. Honestly, we've not had to do really this year. Uh, we've been able to run the ball pretty well on people. And, you know, of course, Hillcrest came out and loaded the box with nine guys and blitzed everybody. So we threw it and <laughs> we had some success. And uh, we were excited for that because we had only attempted 12 passes before uh, last night. And he we attempted seven and completed five of those with three of those being touchdowns. So that was pretty, Oh, pretty it's not a bad ratio. Very, very <laughs> effective. Very yeah. Effective. Yeah. That's, you don't need to pass. You're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, cause I remember it was like the Camden game. I think you guys like attempted one pass on him there. Cause yeah, you guys typically don't throw the ball too often. Yeah. This year we've not, we've not thrown it a lot of, Last year, I had a three-year quarterback who's competing to play at Southwest Baptist this year uh, that threw the ball extremely well, more of a pocket passer. He wasn't uh, a runner, per se, uh, but he also started at middle linebacker for me. So talk about just the toughness. Two-time state champion in wrestling at 170 pounds. Just a kid that could really throw it. This year, we have a, a very dual-threat type quarterback and Bo Banner uh, he played running back last year so he's got a lot of running back tendencies but you know he, he's a baseball player and throws the ball like a baseball so he uh, our receivers had to get used to that you know it comes out a little lower and like he's throwing from shortstop to first and 
uh, it's a little Kyler Murray esque. He likes you know throwing on the run and uh, last night he just dropped back and slung it and Parker Erickson had a big night for us catching the ball and a new face Caden DeGraff and Reed big tight end for us snatched one out of the air for a touchdown to start the game so uh, was encouraging to see hey we can throw it if we need to. Uh, obviously a lot more things can go wrong when you throw it. So we, that's why we don't throw a ton, but they loaded the box and it definitely softened the box when we threw three touchdowns. It was like, Holy cow, it's 21. Oh, and yeah, had to uh, switch it up a little bit. You know, they had to adjust and that loosened the box. And then we were able to rush for 350 yards and, uh, added on a few more touchdowns and, we we put together a complete game last night. I I think they finished with negative twelve yards rushing and threw for one sixty. Um, you know, a very improved Hillcrest team and people would probably say, Well, they're 0 and seven, how can you say they're improved? They I mean, I was extremely impressed with, with their kids. Like they just played extremely hard, you know, just very high character. Um you know, not something that's been historically uh, what I've experienced playing Hillcrest throughout the year. They were very improved, just fitting right, being in the right places, playing hard. So it was, it was a very yeah. good game. Uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, of of NFL analogies, like the Kyler Murray one, you said he had a negative 12 rushing yards. I'm a Giants yeah. fan. That just kind of made me feel like I was watching <laughs> the Giants play a little bit. Yeah, Saquon. All right. Yeah, just running behind an offensive line that doesn't block. Yeah, it was giving me some flashbacks. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> um, but when you said with a, with a rushing quarterback, do you run any, like, sort of uh, option plays with him? Do you give him that choice where you could hand it off to running back to run it himself, or do you guys not do much of that in your offense? Yeah, we run we run a lot of inside-outside veer kind of midline setup, uh, and he has the option to give it, pull it, pitch it, throw it, all, all kinds of options. So he – he he runs the show, and if it's there, he makes you wrong. So, we we run slants with it a lot. So if people really, you know, pull in hard on the dive and quarterback, he's got the option to do a lot of stuff with it. So, um, we've just learned that we've had to do that with with how much people have loaded the box on us. So, we we still have the linemen to block up front, no matter how many they put in the box. We have a very good offensive line, and, and they don't get enough credit. You know, just we are humongous. And I think that's what people, when they first see us come out of the locker room, they're like, holy cow. This, for a Class 4 school, we are – like we, we've been bigger than any Class 5 or 6 school that we've seen. So it's yeah, I've noticed that in the in like the highlight videos and the the stuff I have been able to watch to you guys. I'm looking at people who are like five or four years younger than me, and they uh, they're just so much bigger than me. <laughs> it's not yeah, fair. They are huge. <laughs> like we, the the biggest I've ever been by far, and and they're extremely athletic, which is like scary because we, uh, Caden, our tight end that caught the touchdown. He's he's six six. 250 pounds and God <laughs> and he's the smallest one you know it's like and, and he looks like a monster when you see him walk out of a walk out of the locker room he's just very yeah. well built uh, 
you know, super athletic. And then you see all the linemen and they're, they're not quite as tall, but they're all 300 plus. And at, at the high school level, that is just humongous. You know, I was going to say, I thought you were saying they were big in terms of high school. They're not bigs in terms of high school. They're just big. They're like in, big in anything. Man. Big man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, even in terms of NFL, that's big. And they love blocking <laughs> and they just love it. You know, they, they do an incredible job. So, We've been able to have some success. We we had Darren back, our number seven, our running back, uh, was quarantined last week for the Waynesville game and uh, got him back, uh, which brought some energy and and just another running back because we we're just getting, uh, you know, we we run so much. You got to have a decent stable of backs, uh, just because they're they're running and they're earning yards and you know it, it's tough to keep them we, we like to you know what we call nascar we like to run a lot of plays so in order to do that you got to have a pretty decent stable and when you take some of those running backs out it makes it tough to do the style that we want to play and the last few weeks like a few weeks ago i told you our fullback broke his leg in the canvinton game and then our next two running backs, one got quarantined and one got hurt. And all of a sudden it was like, we've got this really good rushing attack, but we're going to have to make our quarterback run the ball 41 times to make it work. Yeah, it's going to be tough because if you're running it that much, you can't just have the same back just going every single time. Right. Yeah, they just get gassed. And, you know, they that's one kid getting hit 40 times, and that's a lot. So, yeah, uh, we – we were definitely hitting a lot better having him back. We're hopeful that we get our other Dylan Hall, number 18 for us, our other running back back this week. And then we still have a 6'6", 200-pound receiver that's not stepped on the field yet that we're hoping he makes his debut this week as well. So we're, we're hoping we get healthy at the right time here, you know, toward the end of the season, right before district play and get some guys some reps before we get into district play. Uh, that we've been counting on that have just not had a chance to really play yet. They haven't been cleared to play. So, Yeah, we got two weeks left in the season. Uh, that was my next question. You kind of touched on it already. But you have a chance to be pretty healthy going into uh, into the playoffs? We think so. We're, we're definitely banged up. You know, we, we're playing in a – again, our first year in this conference for the Ozark Conference, we're playing – our first six games were class five opponents were class four. Uh, and then we played our first class four opponent last night against Hillcrest. And then we'll play a class six school this Friday. And then we'll go play, you know, the number two class four team in the state on the, the our last regular season game. So there's no breather. Uh, you know, you, you have no time to recover really. Uh, just from the physicality of playing schools that size when you're a lot of our guys are playing both ways and most of the schools we're playing that they don't have you know a kid playing both ways they typically have a an entire offensive unit and defensive unit most of our kids are playing the entire 160 plays or whatever you know we we get in that game so we're we're learning how to recover you know taking ice baths and uh, getting in the training room and the the massage gun has become our friend you know just get, get oh, it's a big one 
<laughs> get, get, getting the knots out and the, the hits because our running backs take a beating, you know, throughout the games. And it was really nice last night to take some pressure off the running backs and throw it. Even if it was just seven times we threw it and our linemen were like, hey, that was kind of nice. You know, we got yeah. <laughs> seven breaks, you know, throughout the game. And uh, that, that was really nice to get that many, that much yardage. We threw for 150 and three touchdowns. So they were, they were really excited about that. I've been uh, teasing for a couple weeks now. I think uh, you've been talking about this receiver you're going to have back. Are you just throwing up smoke screens to me so no one really knows when he's coming back? Because um, I think originally you said like a week or two ago, right? And he's uh, he's still had a hard time getting back out there. He was cleared on Monday, actually. Oh, okay. And and we are we're slowly easing him back in because he's not ran like he's not been able to run. Um, for like what's he coming back from? Three months. He had a stress fracture. Mm. Uh, he, he's our, he's one of our basketball players as well. So once quarantine ended, uh, he was playing travel basketball, playing our school basketball and football. And it just, it just warmed down. I think came back a little too fast from quarantine. So we're, we're, uh, taking care of him. A, we want him to be able to play basketball as well. So we, our basketball program is really good too. So we're trying to make sure he, you know, doesn't come back too soon, but, Obviously, we we want him as soon as we can get him ready. So, yeah, is he a senior for you guys? He's a junior, actually. So junior, we're, okay. We're uh, just trying to get him on the field and get him some experience as a junior. So we, you know, obviously big expectations for him uh, coming into his senior year. But we're uh, try not to rush it. But the body is a, a weird deal. You gotta go with how it's feeling and. Uh, stress fractures are, are funky because you you don't want to come back too soon and re you know reaggravate that and then you're dealing with it for longer. So we're trying to make sure we we do our part and make sure he's healthy. So well, hopefully we can see him next week. And you got Kickapoo next week. What are you expecting to see from this Kickapoo team? Uh, a very improved Kickapoo team. They they're three and three right now. Uh, you know, they, just sheer numbers, they've got 140 kids out for football, which is awesome. That's a testament to Coach Thomas and, uh, you know, what they're doing there. Obviously, kids are out and helping. So, uh, very, very large team. Uh, they're, they're, winning some, they're winning some big games, and they, they beat Camdenton. They beat Lebanon. They've, they've beat some good – good quality programs in our conference so we're we're definitely uh, gonna have our hands full and um, you know do our best to compete and could be our last game at home so yeah, it's kind of one of those deals too where you're it's the last time you get to be in front of your home crowd depending on how districts shake out uh, but we need this one we we need it for district seating so that we can host some playoff games this could be a really big win for our program. So our kids see that, they feel that. So we're, we're looking forward to getting that opportunity. Well, Coach, I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate the time as always, and good luck next week, and I'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. 
As you've seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That's another reason why State Farm agent Guyana Andrews has chosen to sponsor your Bolivar Football post-game recap podcast. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.